Welcome to the Weekly Muse for the 11th to the 17th of March 2021, where I bring you the latest news and events from around the world of music over the past week. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. This week there are a ton of stars of the music industry celebrating their birthdays. Bobby McFerrin, known best for his hit Don't Worry Be Happy, turns 71. Twins Joel and Benji Madden of Good Charlotte both turn 42. Actress, dancer and singer Liza Minnelli turns 75. The singer-songwriter behind Fire and Rain, James Taylor, turns 73. Poison lead singer Brett Michaels turned 58. Lead singer of Blink-182, Mark Hoppers, turned 49. Rapper Flavor Flav turned 62. Black Eyed Peas member Will I Am turned 46. Frontman of the Smashing Pumpkins, Billy Corgan, turned 54. Terence Trent Diaby, known best for the songs Sign Your Name and Wishing Well, turned 59. U2 bass guitarist Adam Clayton turned 61. Irish blues and folk inspired musician Hosier turned 31. And finally, music legend Quincy Jones turned 88. This week in history, there are a number of major events and interesting happenings from around the world. In 1965, Eric Clapton quits the Yardbirds over creative differences and is replaced by Jeff Beck. In 1967, Pink Floyd released their first ever single, titled Arnold Lane. In 1969, T-Rex frontman Mark Bolan publishes his first book of poetry, titled The Warlock of Love. In 1978, Meatloaf's legendary album, Bat Out of Hell, begins a huge 416-week run on the UK album chart. In 1997, Sir Paul McCartney is knighted by the Queen. Just a few days after this, one-hit wonder Jermaine Stewart, known for the song We Don't Have to Take Our Clothes Off, sadly loses his battle with the AIDS virus. In 2007, Amy Winehouse made her debut on US television for The Late Show with David Letterman, where she performed her hit song, Rehab. In 2010, at Metallica's first show in Colombia in 11 years, 130 people were arrested and 8 hospitalised after fans attempted to gatecrash the show. A range of property was damaged as a riot ensued. To get the fans to back down, 1,500 police officers were called in, along with 4 military tanks. In 2011, American rapper Nate Dogg passes away age 41 from heart failure related to a series of strokes. In 2013, Iron Maiden drummer Clive Burr sadly passed away in his sleep, age 56, due to complications with MS. This week we saw a number of new singles released, with Imagine Dragons and their new song, Follow You, Selena Gomez with the entirely Spanish-spoken song, Demelo Toe, Rose with On The Ground, the smooth track Feels with Watts teaming up with Khalid, Gwen Stefani is back with a pop track called Slow Clap. London Grammar with How Does It Feel. Sir Paul McCartney has teamed with Dominic Fike for a song called The Kiss of Venus. And finally, KSI, Youngblood and Polo G have teamed up for a solid track titled Patience. Notable and new albums released this week include Selena Gomez with a Spanish-inspired EP titled Revelation, This Is This by Group Love and Spaceman by Nick Jonas. But my album of the week would have to go to the Paper Kites with their new album titled Roses. The album has a very mellow, relaxing sound to it, with a lot of acoustic sounding tracks mixed with some great bluesy instrumentals. It includes 10 tracks featuring a range of artists, with my personal favourite track being Without Your Love, featuring Julia Stone. As we take a look at who's topping the singles charts around the world, 
beginning with Australia and Glass Animals with Heat Waves, continues its run at number one, with the only movement seeing Cover Me in Sunshine by Pink and her daughter Willow, jumping two more spots up the chart into eighth. On the European chart, Nathan Evans with the Wellerman Sea Shanty has surprisingly taken top spot, most likely due to the current TikTok trend. In New Zealand, the duo of Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack with Leave the Door Open is at number one. This week in Canada, the UK and the US, Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo is at number one. On the album charts this week in the UK and Australia, the Kings of Leon with their new album, When You See Yourself, is at number one. In New Zealand, 660's self-titled album remains at number one. In Canada and the US, Dangerous by Morgan Wallen is in the top spot. This week in the news, we saw the 63rd annual Grammy Awards take place with the winners including Billie Eilish with her song Everything I Wanted taking out record of the year. Album of the year went to Taylor Swift with Folklore. Beyonce won Best R&B Performance for her song Black Parade. Best Pop Vocal Album went to Dua Lipa for Future Nostalgia. Megan The Stallion picked up Best New Artist. Lady Gaga added to her impressive tally of Grammys by winning Best Pop Duo alongside Ariana Grande for Rain On Me. And The Strokes won Best Rock Album with The New Abnormal. With other award winners including Harry Styles for Watermelon Sugar and Megan The Stallion and Beyonce with Savage. But despite this, there was one very unlucky performer who didn't even get a single nomination. And that artist was none other than The Weeknd. It's honestly absurd how The Weeknd didn't even get nominated, at least just once, after dominating the charts all year round with his single Blinding Lights and his incredible album After Hours, which has raised many eyebrows. The Weeknd himself was even surprised by the snub, and he has made the announcement that he'll no longer be submitting his music for consideration at the Grammys due to their cold stance on his music. He labelled the snub as, quote, an attack, and also said, I will no longer allow my label to submit my music to the Grammys. He also claimed that secret committees are destroying the awards. The Weeknd becomes the third artist to decline their submissions to the Grammys in recent years, with Drake and Frank Ocean also doing the same. This week in our new segment called Have Your Say, we asked what are your thoughts on Gen Z attempting to ban Eminem's music. The feud between the two is still ongoing, so let's see what our listeners thought. It was a pretty unanimous decision by our listeners. As Amanda said, I think it's ridiculous. If you don't like it, then don't listen to it. Philip agreed with Amanda, stating, It's ridiculous, and sorry to say, this generation is full of sensitive sooks. Greg was also on a similar page, stating, It's the biggest load of shit. When will these snowflakes just leave everything alone? If you would like to take part in next week's Have Your Say segment, then stay tuned for next week's question that will be posted on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All you have to do is comment on the post, have your say, and your opinion might be featured in next week's The Weekly Muse episode. Coming up next week, lyrics of their life season 2 launches on Monday the 22nd of March with an action-packed first episode. In part 1, we explore the life of Kurt Cobain, beginning with his upbringing in Aberdeen, Washington, all the way to his debut album with Nirvana, titled Bleach. What was Kurt like as a child? What moments in his life influenced his style of music? And what are the stories behind the songs such as About a Girl and others from Bleach? Find out next Monday. I certainly can't wait and I've been excited to share it with you for some time now. Well that wraps up this instalment of The Weekly Muse. I hope you enjoyed this breakdown of what's happening in the world of music today and I look forward to joining you again next week. 
Don't forget if you are really enjoying the podcast, it would be highly appreciated if you could leave a positive review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, as this helps the podcast be seen and pushes us up the rankings so others can enjoy the podcast too. Share the podcast with your friends, family and fellow music lovers to let them know what they have been missing out on. If you haven't yet clicked on the free follow or subscribe button to the podcast, then make sure you do so you don't miss out when new episodes are released. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and on our website at lyricsoftheirlife.com. If you're feeling really generous and want to give back for all the hard work that goes into making the podcast, then you can even head to Patreon and support the podcast for as little as $1 a month, with no locking contract, just a little something to show your appreciation. Or you can even buy me a beer worth a $5 donation at buymeacoffee.com slash lyricsoftheirlifepod. Thanks again, everyone, for tuning in. I'm your host, Adam Hampton, and this is Lyrics of Their Life.